0: This is Keyed Up with Max Key.
1: Three, two, one, rolling. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Keyed Up with yours truly Max Key, brought to you by Stonewood Key. Now today I am joined by an absolute legend, a Kiwi, absolute GOAT. I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep <laughs> <laughs> nah, and I'm joined today by my good friend uh, Joseph Parker. Thank you so much for coming in.
0: Max, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure I, to be here.
1: Yeah, thank you. I just wanted to start by saying I've always admired with you, no matter how big and good you've gotten, like you've always stayed super humble. And you know, I think I've met you probably seven or eight times over the years. And you know, every single time I've seen you, you've always been so genuine and nice to me. And I have a lot of respect for you for that. So,
0: Thank you. I think one of those times we met was in Vegas, right? Yeah, in you, Vegas. I think you were having a good time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one won't I, go on the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think... Uh, Listen. It's important to be yourself, and whatever you do in life, whether you're successful or not, you just got to treat everyone the same. Yeah, no, exactly. Treat everyone how you want to be treated. So,
1: how have you found since? Um, you know, obviously you've gotten to the pinnacle of the boxing world. How have you found your life change?
0: Listen, it's been it's been a journey throughout the my boxing career. Yeah. Firstly, as an amateur, travelling around the world representing New Zealand. Yeah, because multiple countries.
1: Yeah, because I was looking through your your record, said you had sixty six amateur fights.
0: I had about yeah sixty six, close to seventy. Wow! Yeah. And uh, that's that's most of them were international. So, like example, Australia, India, Serbia, Azerbaijan, yeah. Germany, China, wow, a- India, all over. And how you, did you love the travel? You know what I loved? I loved learning about different cultures. Yeah, I loved representing New Zealand, and I loved uh, meeting people. Yeah. That was what I loved about traveling, and I loved tasting different food, like different foods. Even though in India, I got Delhi Belly. Yeah, did you get? Did you get on oh no. that? Was yeah. that pre or post fight? It was pre fight. Oh no! But but the thing about boxing has blessed my life, like absolutely blessed me. You know, yeah. Not only with the travel, but being able to look after my family, look after myself, parents, yeah. siblings, and uh, I get to explore the world doing what I love to do.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And so. I was reading up about your family. So it looks like boxing was always in the blood. So your dad, was he named after Jack Dempsey?
0: My dad's name is Dempsey. Yeah. I'm not sure how my grandma came up with the name Dempsey because they lived in Samoa. Yeah. My dad was born in
1: 1960.
0: Yeah. And I, there was no TVs back then, I think. I'm <laughs> not even sure, especially in Samoa. No, no, in Samoa. So it must have been on the radio and she must have really liked the name Dempsey. Yeah, and then that's awesome. He was born, oh, let's name him Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do my grandma's voice but <laughs> And so, um, so that's Samoan, right? Samoan. Both my parents were born in Samoa. What part? Apia. Um, oh, Apia, nice. But my, both of them have German blood. Oh, wow. So my dad and my mom, yeah, they're the German Samoans. Buzzy. Can they speak German? Can't speak a word of German. Huh? But they, uh, a, a quick story, my dad was born in Samoa. Yeah. Two years old, his mum left to go to New Zealand. Yeah. And then left him with uh, the sister. Yep. And the husband, the sister died, and he was left to the husband, and the husband got remarried so he was le- he was with another family that wasn't really family yeah and then his, he never met his dad wow. his whole life, wow. and then he met his mom when he was twenty seven flew to New Zealand met her for the first time, and then how did they
1: find each other Because like Facebook and stuff wouldn't have been
0: yeah, no, they always kept in touch, but oh, he cool. never met her, yeah, like the last time he he was with her was when he was two years old. why'd she leave him? I think she left for a better future. Yeah. Uh, in New Zealand. In New Zealand, yeah. And then he flew here, 27 years old, met her. Yeah. And then met my mom. I was born. Then he said to me, "When when I do well in boxing, I'm gonna, you know, bring our family together, like his his real dad." Yeah, yeah. And then he met his dad at 54 years old. Oh, he did. Changed his last name and everything. Wow. So my dad's not a Parker anymore. He's a Stunzner. Oh, wow. So where where did he meet him? In Samoa. Oh. His dad still lives in Samoa. Very successful uh, businessman. Yeah. Great family, and now we, we're all one happy family.
1: That's so cool. Shit, what a, what a cool story. So, um, so I saw that you, so you grew up in Hungary, and um, it looked like your dad said he gave you some boxing gloves, punching bag from a young age. So, were you always kind of invested in the sport?
0: I was invested in boxing from the age of three.
1: What do you like about it?
0: You know what I love about boxing? It's a challenge. Yeah. It's the challenge of, of, say, leaving the family. Like mm-hmm. I leave my family, it's a challenge of going into camp, the challenge of seeing how good you can get in camp, yeah. sparring, punching the bag, waking up early, the, the food,
1: everything. And were you always a natural? Um, like what makes a natural boxer? I think it's having good chin, yeah, good vision, speed, and heart. So with the chin, so because you, you always hear about you know the glass jaw and stuff like that. So are some people just... Do they are they just more exposed to being like knocked out if they get? I think
0: some people are born with good chins and some aren't, yeah. And no matter even if you're a good fighter, but if you get clipped in the chin and you go down, that makes a big difference in your career, yeah. You know, and if you get chinned all the time, then there's what's the point of keep fighting and and sort of taking all that damage to yourself,
1: yeah. Because this is a stupid question. So, if you had a glass jaw, when you get clipped in the chin, does that hurt as much as getting like smacked in the eye or? Or yeah, is it listen, just, when
0: they say they say when you get punched in the ch- the chin or the jaw, yeah. something over here so, like snaps, it's in your jaw, right, and it, and it and goes up to your head, and all of a sudden shuts it down.
1: Yeah, so it's more you're just out <clears throat> as opposed to it like out cold. Because what hurts most is it the liver punch?
0: Liver sternum, right in the middle of the chest. Oh, yeah, that, that's very painful. And obviously, punches to your head is, yeah. is sore. You know, you get bruised up, you get lumps.
1: Yeah. When you're actually fighting, do you again stupid question? But does it hurt? Of course, so it does hurt, yeah. But it's like the adrenaline, yeah. It's like pumping so hard that you only feel it. You feel it
0: a lot more after the fight. After the fight, yeah. Like say I had a fight with Joe Joyce, yeah, and it was tough, and we were beating each other up, you know. Yeah, in the you got both hit so hard. And then yeah, obviously the fight finished. He won, got a, a TKO. Yeah. Um, but after the fight, I was in pain for a week. Oh wow! Or like two weeks. The yeah. Chisora fight, I, I was pissing blood after the, two two fights with Chisora. Yeah, pissing blood. Yeah, so it's very it's painful, but you don't feel it until after the fight. More.
1: Yeah. Do you kind of does it rattle you? You know, say say you get clipped, you are like oh, like yeah, does it I kind like, of
0: bring you? As soon as you get clipped, you are like you know, if you man, yeah, want to smash your face. Shit. And then you want to smash his face, and then you have to, but always to be controlled. You got to control it. Uh, yeah. Because if you're too angry and aggressive, you might get
1: clipped again. You Might get clipped again, and then you're gonna get more angry, and then you know, just, yeah. uh it turns bad. Because how much you know when you guys. That's the one thing with boxing I get. You know when you guys clinch each other? Is it called clinching? Clinching. What is that kind of like, are you tired at that point? or It's just because we want to feel each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, the, the clinching is an art. Yeah, because yeah, I've never understood that. Clinching is an art. There's a way, uh, I'll take uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, for example. Yeah. And you know, in the second fight with Wilder, Tyson just absolutely dominated him from the boxing, but also clinching. Mm-hmm. And roughing him up, throwing him around, using uh, using his weight and the force of his body weight on him. You know what I mean? And yep. tired him a lot faster.
1: Oh, so is it kind of like wear the other guy out?
0: Wear him out. So I think sometimes the clinching is a lot harder than the actual fighting. Yeah. It gets you more tired. Just it's kind of like grappling, right? It's like wrestling, yeah. grappling, Yeah
1: and so do you use it to like gain position on the other guy or is it more just to kind of like gain just
0: position work? tie him out push him to the ropes throw him around Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do with the grappling
1: but there's, there's actually an art on
0: how to do it Yeah, it's not just holding each other and yeah, really. having a little sniff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's like holding and you're grabbing your hip here putting your leg in between his legs yeah. pushing him back
1: shoving him around shouldering like there's a lot of and at what point will the ref kind of split you up
0: and then the ref will be like if there's no action the ref will say alright guys doesn't actually split up. And yep. You know, break box. Yep. and Carry on.
1: And so, what? Say you go into a fight, like okay, so say say you're fighting, you know, a big one like Joe Joyce or you know Wilder. Or, what? How do you? How do you come up with a game plan? Because obviously, you know, people have combinations they might want to throw. But but, to me, it looks like such a kind of evolving sport, and you know, it's dynamic. Yeah. You know, like because say with rugby, you might kind of be able to work out like, you know they're going to go to the first five a lot or they're going to do X, Y, Z. Whereas boxing, how do you, like what what does a game plan even look
0: like? Like I I said, the Joe Joyce fight, we had a great game plan. Yeah. Which was, and we showed it all in the camp Mm -hmm. when we did sparring, was to box and move and don't get hit. When you get in close, wrestle. And then I did all the training to lead into the fight and then two weeks before I got sick. Oh no. So when I did all this wrestling uh, to to prepare for the fight, as soon as I got into the ring and after one round, I was already gassed. Gassed, yeah. And then when I went in close for the first clinch, and I tried to do the wrestling moves that I did the whole camp. I just had no energy. Oh, no. So I couldn't do it. Couldn't but do it, yeah. But I think preparing for a fight and preparing the right game plan, you have to watch your opponent, yep. break it down, see what his strengths are, weaknesses, and then you have to come up with your plan. And obviously you trust in your coach. Yeah. The coach has the, the first and last say on how how you should approach the fight.
1: So coming into like a round, are you kind of like, I'm going to throw a left jab, right hook? You know, like do you kind of know what you're going to do? Or yeah, is it- yeah.
0: Like, uh, you go into the fight, and then say you're in the corner in the one-minute break. Yeah. The coach will say to you, you know, throw this or throw that, throw a jab, throw an uppercut. Then it's up to you to pick the timing to do that combination. Oh, right, yeah. And and a lot of the times, the coaches can see what works, but it's mm-hmm. up to you to time to it. get that timing right. Yeah.
1: And what do you do, say, like that fight where you're saying you're gassed, you know, you've done your whole camp?
0: Uh, listen, when you're sick, there's nothing like being sick and fighting. Yeah. And then when you're gas after one or two rounds, it's all heart and mind. Yeah. Like mental toughness and heart will take you all the way.
1: And do you think that's why you guys make your camp so tough? Is it so that, you know, when you get to that, that moment where it's it's all mind?
0: Yeah, uh, listen, you can make your camp as tough as you want, but not everyone has a heart and mm. s- mental toughness. Yeah. There's a lot of fighters out there who have great fitness and physically in great shape, but when, when the, the going gets tough, they give up and fold.
1: And what do you think, like, makes you not do that?
0: Um, like, what do you feel? I, say, listen, I, I feel like I've been. I feel like I, I, fight more. I fight more now for myself, my immediate family, my kids, yeah, and my wife. And but before I was doing it for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I was doing it for my dad, doing it for my coach, doing it for. I still do it for New Zealand some more, but now it's more, more so for myself it's and. Personal, yeah. I don't want to go in there and and give a bad account of myself. And even yeah. if I am sick, and I'm not sick, or if I'm if there's anything wrong, I'm going to go until the end. Yeah. Even if I got knocked out,
1: yeah, <laughs> knocked down, yeah. you know. How much? What's kind of okay? Like because I remember you know a few times I met you before, kind of fights with Dad, and you know you'd be getting the wraps on, and you know it'd be like an hour till game time. You always seemed really calm. Like I felt more no, <laughs> nervous yeah, meeting calm. you than like you were about to, you know have a big
0: blood bar yeah i mean, I remember you and I coming into the change rooms yeah the thing about boxing is that some the fighters warm up and prepare di- in different ways mm. I've been in the change room where the guy's got like his i tell over his head and no music on. Yeah. And it's like he's just in the zone and that's how he prepared. Yeah. I think myself and there's a few others out there, we turn music on, we dance, we tell jokes, we relax. Yeah, relax. And you don't only you only switch on when you go to the ring. Like there's no point wasting all this energy, energy being yeah. nervous or you know, anxious or being you know what I mean? Yeah just wasting it, just being angry and aggressive. Yeah. Leave it all for, for the ring.
1: Well this is of no comparison to yours, but I went to um I went to Jiu-Jitsu World Champs last year. Did you? Yeah. Did you compete? Competed, really? yeah. Really? And um, we went to the Texas Open beforehand, yeah. just as like a, a practice. And that was my first kind of like proper, proper fight. You know, I would like sparred heaps in training, but, you know, it's different when you kind of know the guys.
0: Is Jiu-Jitsu full on, like kicks and punches? And nah, it's just right.
1: like submissions and grappling and yeah. all the like, like choking. And how, and how was it? Well, my preparation for the first fight was terrible. I did everything you didn't do. I had, like, music going. I was real in the zone. I was, like, trying to get all angry, and like, I'm not an angry dude, and I went in there and I guessed exactly what you said. I'd done, like, all this training for, like, eight months. And you felt good in training? Awesome. Yeah. Like, was tapping around. felt mint, super fit, super strong, and then got in there 20 seconds in, I, like, couldn't breathe and, like,
0: Nervous energy. I was so
1: nervous. The crowd. Yeah, just everything. and,
0: and er- All eyes on you.
1: Yeah, and you just, I just, I panicked like completely. And he did some like footlock thing on me that I like hadn't seen. Really? Just got tapped in like eight seconds or something. Eight and seconds? It was so embarrassing.
0: Is that, no, but I say, listen, it's, it's, you say eight seconds, but that is lot. Like, I did a thing with another guy in America, right? Mm-hmm. George Lockhart. Tyson's like, he's going to tap you out. He's the chef, he's a cook nutritionist. Yeah. But he does a lot of grappling, MMA, and all that. Oh listen, if I, I wasn't gonna tap, but he was gonna break my leg. Yeah, no, it's crazy. But it's fast how you can just straight oh. away and get into some sort of
1: Yeah, well, we were standing and he he literally had obviously practiced from standing he just pulled guard and just <coughs> caught my ankle perfectly. And we don't really in the lower belts, like at my gym, we don't do heaps of leg locks. Just because no. it's so dangerous, you know, Are like he still
0: doing it now? Yeah, still doing it. Did it hurt?
1: Uh at the t- again, it was one of those things. I like, at the time I was kind of like this doesn't feel great. And then I couldn't walk for like a week. Really? Oh, it was terrible. But but yeah, and then I kind of tried taking what you're saying now. You know, for for Worlds, I was way more calm and that went way better. Way more relaxed. Way more relaxed. Just kind of let the training speak.
0: Yeah. Because I think all that energy of like getting yeah. aggressive and angry and then you burn out. So
1: quickly, you're yeah. Because
0: you're sort of using all of that before the fight.
1: Yeah. What, what's it like the night before the fight? Like say you're in bed.
0: Um, you know, after 10 years of boxing professionally, I'm still trying to find the right, I don't know, the right plan for camp. Yeah. You know, like with the last fight, I had a great five weeks, and in two weeks before the fight, I couldn't really sleep properly. Oh, no. So I started taking, you know, melatonin, melatonin yeah. which things that I should be sleeping naturally. Yeah.
1: So, um, do you but, think because you so just adrenaline up?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I've spoken to a few doctors and I've spoken to a few, um, you know, specialist and mm-hmm. i think it's just sometimes it's over training sometimes it's yeah. not the right food so even after 10 years i'm still learning on the still job learning yeah. yeah
1: it's crazy what overtraining does though like i i felt that in the camp i'd yeah. you know i'd be training like five hours a day and you'd think you'd just sleep and i'd no. be so buzzed at night
0: no but you can't like if you overtrain you can't sleep yeah you start sweating profusely it's horrific hey and, yeah. you, and you're sort of like you're not eating right and no like the, the can't sleep is the worst the worst yeah because you know you need in it in order to. Put on great performances and training, and, and giving it your best. You have to rest. Yeah, and a lot of people, you know, rest. I feel like eight, seven to eight hours a night is the best. Best, yeah. I love sleep. What? <laughs> I love sleep.
1: Are you? What's your kind of body clock like? Are you like, say, it's like Sunday night, dream night? Are you in bed at like nine pm? Are you like a late, late sleeper? Like early say, ride?
0: say, I'm in England training. Yeah. Um, nine o'clock at night, it's like time to call home. Yeah, because oh, in right. New Zealand zone, it's yeah. what is it nine and ten? Tine, yeah. So I, I, I try and be in bed or I try to be asleep by eleven thirty. Eleven thirty, yeah. But I used to get up at five o'clock and do the road runs in oh, Vegas no. with Kevin, and we yeah, used to do it yeah. here in New Zealand. I don't do that anymore in England. They Just took so. me on that run. Did they?
1: Yeah. Horrible. Which one? Up the hill? Or? The, the hill one, yeah. The stairs and the, the stairs hill? and oh, the hill, listen, yeah. That's, that's tough. <laughs> that gave me an appreciation for how hard you work. That was her- oh, aw- awful.
0: Very tough, yeah. but, but that's one thing about Kevin that I really liked was he was was all in, Yeah. and it's all about working hard, giving it yeah. everything you have, yeah, and that was that's what I really liked.
1: Yeah, now because so what so what's a camp? So say because there's probably a lot of people listening to this that don't know much about boxing or fighting. Or, so what say say you got a fight in six months? What's the kind of how does it work? Like how does the camp <coughs> start? What do you do in a camp? Yeah,
0: you lock in. Say so you lock in a, an opponent and you lock in a date. Yeah. And then I feel like if you're already in shape, all you need is a six to seven week camp. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, most of my camps are in England. Yeah. And that's, we're training every single day. Mm -hmm. But we train, say, twice on a Monday, twice on a Tuesday, once on a Wednesday. Yeah. Twice on a Thursday, once on a Friday, once on a Saturday.
1: Yeah. And Sunday off.
0: And Sunday off. Yeah. And uh, before I used to do boxing every single day. Mm hmm but when I linked up with Andy and Tyson and, and Sugar Hill. Yeah. It's uh we only do boxing Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday.
1: Okay. And what do you do on the Wednesday? Just on the Wednesday is
0: just a long run, like a six uh-huh. mile run.
1: And how this is probably again dumb question, but how fit are you? Like can you just run six miles and it's it's easy or Oh no, listen, when when you're on holiday yeah. <laughs> and you pack on the
0: weight and you're eating whatever you want to eat and you're just chilling out, you're not training, it's hard. Obviously when you're when you're in camp you have to sort of pick yourself up again to get to where you were before. Yeah. Yeah you know, and it's not it's nice to get a break but it's always nice to get back to camp and build yourself back up build again. yourself
1: back up yeah and so i noticed when you fight do you try cuz you do so much fitness but i've noticed like at times you you still look like heavy and strong are you trying to keep you know that extra weight on not really like with no. the
0: Joyce fight i was uh say i was 250 the whole camp pounds was, yeah. 250 pounds it's like yeah, so 110 protein, 115 yeah something like that and then I got sick two weeks before. And then I put on weight. Uh-huh. I put on like six pounds on the week of the fight just because I couldn't train. All uh, right. Yeah. Um, and I was eating the same. Yeah. And then board. I was like pudgy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped on a scale. <laughs> weighed in all confident, but I was pudgy. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, look, that's not. But um, and then the last fight, I was 247. Yeah. You know, so I do try and trim down. Yeah. But then again, the thing about overtraining and you always have to be cautious and worried that you're not overdoing it, underdoing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's better to underdo it than to overdo it. Do you think? I think so, because when you underdo it, you can still there's still a lot you can give. But yeah. when you're overdoing it, like when you're overtrained, and you try and give, like you try and fight, you can't really. There's nothing real. There, nothing really there.
1: Yeah. And one thing I've always wondered. So, I like back in the day I used to play basketball, and one day one of the um, the tall blacks came, and we played like five on five or something, and this dude just destroyed us. Like it was. Just, I can't even put into words how much he just made us look like idiots. Like one guy, one dude. Oh, he was just running through the team, dunking on everyone, like pulling up at half court, like banging threes. Like, it was just nuts, and it makes you realize because that's the thing. You know, you watch the NBA, and they're all so good that you don't.
0: That you don't sort of see who's the like. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you can't really dis- distinguish. Distinguish. Who is. Yeah, is all real
1: good. And see where I was going with this is say. Say like you and me got in ring. Like say you just got with an average, average jokes. Use the yeah. pun. <laughs> How like would you just play with someone like that, or like what? What would make like if this was a fight, or is this just training or sparring, or yeah? Like if someone say like a guy's, like a coming up boxer and he's like you know maybe sixteen and average, would yeah. you feel like even nervous with someone like that, uh, or can you just not kind of really. t-
0: you can sort you can uh, like if people at the top level. It's not really, you don't really get nervous anyways. You get a little yeah. nervous, but it's more like, listen, I can't wait for this challenge. I can't wait for this fight. Yeah. But say you're f- fighting someone like an average Joe. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, you don't want to break the confidence. Yeah. And you don't want to go in there and try and smash them, even though you're like levels up, because then it sort of makes them feel like, oh, I'm not good enough. Or, yeah.
1: But it breaks them before they even start a career. So how would boxing, because say with the one cool thing with jiu is you can spar pretty much at you know full go because you can just tap yeah but obviously like you wouldn't be able to take full-on smacks to the face like every night in sparring or can't no, sparring is full on there's no mi- missing, oh, so there's no,
0: no messing around in sparring wow. so say the camp is eight weeks in the yep. last four weeks of camp you know f- fight week and then three weeks before fight week there's full-on sparring uh-huh. and you're sparring tuesday thursday friday
1: what happens if like your guy clipped you and yeah
0: that's that's the that's uh-huh. how it is sure. if the guy clips you and you get dropped then you don't tell anyone because then the fight might be canceled. Yeah, yeah, true. But no, sparring is full on. Like it's uh-huh. – there's no real – there's nothing like sparring. Mm, yeah, There's true. nothing like preparing you for a fight in sparring. In fighting, yeah. So we're sparring, you know, you start off with six rounds and eight rounds and it gets up to ten rounds and you've got three different guys. One guy oh. does three rounds and he comes out. Another guy comes in for three oh, so rounds. You're and buggered another, that. you're buggered after, yeah. you know, ten, nine, ten rounds.
1: And do you say like you're fighting – Wilder, Do you try to get sparring partners that you fight get, like him?
0: Yeah. So, like for example, Joyce. I brought in a guy named Martin McCauley mm-hmm. who was ranked top 10 in the world. Wow. I brought another guy from Iceland. You get guys who are very similar to, to the person to you the fight height-wise, yeah. try style-wise. Yeah. And then you bring in just different guys with speed and guys who can move and, you know what I mean, and yep. guys who pressure you. It's like it's, uh, getting sparring partners is another art. Yeah. And you've got matchmakers all around the world who help promoters and managers and teams get you know fighters that they need for sparring
1: that's so cool god imagine how scary it'd be like you get asked to be your sparring partner the week before the fight because you know that you're like ready to go ready to go yeah, <laughs> yeah like, but but you try
0: like you try and bring in guys who are top top in the world yeah like the best out there out and there, even yeah. though it's expensive but they give you the best work that you need yeah yeah
1: sure I ne- yeah i never i never even thought about that
0: but you, when you bring in the sparring partners you have to accommodate them yeah, you pay them weekly, wow. and then you buy their food, Yeah. and travel, you know, and flying they, in, flying out, all of that.
1: Will they come watch the fight with you?
0: Listen, if you, if you become good friends and you offer them tickets, yeah. most of them, most of the fighters are good, are good guys. They are, yeah. And most of them get along well. I get yeah. along well with everyone, and even though, say, Dylan White, him and I have exchanges on on, on Instagram, sometimes it's negative, sometimes it's positive, but we all, we we do get along.
1: Yeah, I guess is that mutual respect, eh?
0: It's the respect from sharing the ring together, yep. and respect. You know, fighting is a hard sport, and oh, people, yeah. whoever's in the game, you respect that person. You know.
1: Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. I. I just. I honestly. I can't even fathom. Would you do a fight? I've been asked so many times to do like the charity I'm lucky ones. I bought the contract. <laughs> uh, yeah. The contract? Give me the pin, guys. Give me the pin. <laughs> nah. I. I don't know. See. It's a really weird one. The the way I've looked at it is. I've always thought there wasn't too much to gain from it. Like I felt like, say I won and I dropped some dude. Yeah. People would be like, oh, it was rigged or, oh, it was. They'd find some reason some to discredit of, yeah, it. Yeah. And then if I got smoked, then I'd just look, look like an he, idiot. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of like if I won, they would have found a way to discredit it. And
0: Do, do you think there's a lot of negativ- negativity in New Zealand?
1: I, personally, I do, yeah. Big time, eh? Do you? Yeah, because that, that was going to be one of my questions to you.
0: Do you? It's sad to see, but sometimes our own people bring us down. Mm. I think it's the tall poppy. It's that tall poppy stuff. Yeah. Syndrome, you know, but it's not only, like, athletes. It's just, like, just in, like in, general, in general, people that are being successful, other people are just bringing them down, left, right, well, centre.
1: And that's what I hate is, like, you know, say, I remember seeing, you know, the articles and stuff after you, after that loss, and you kind of sit there, and it's like, man, this guy's been, like, killing the game since, you know, I was, like, a kid, you know, and you have one fight that doesn't go well. I mean, you're in a sport where, you know, as you said, there's so many variables. Yeah. You know, you might get sick or tired. You know, something doesn't quite go right, and that's just enough to, you know, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah, oh, so, what he he he?
0: retired. Oh, he, he was just an average Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, negativity. There's a lot of bad comments. There's a lot of people that try and bring you down. But ultimately, if you... If you are just happy with what you're doing, mm. and you're happy with the goals you've set, and you know what you want to achieve, I think everything else is just bullcrap and noise.
1: Do you do you like
0: read into it much? Back or? back in, like back when I was younger, and back when I wasn't mentally as I wasn't as strong mentally. Yeah. Of course, I read and go, oh, this where does this guy live?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> What's his address?" Yeah. <laughs> but like now, it's just noise. Yeah. And um, I try my best not to spend a lot of time on social media. Yeah, that's good. And, and spending more time with my kids, yeah, my wife, my dog. Yeah. And just doing things that are going to benefit me. Yeah, so well, sitting on a phone like this on social media, going back and forth, swiping up and down, it's not going to do you any good.
1: Nah. Well, I've noticed that change in you. Like, you seem way more relaxed these days and just kind of, I don't know, just kind of going with the flow, which is just, cool. I think I'm just, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm no, content, you, you happy with it. life. That's awesome.
0: And I'm enjoying life, enjoying what I do, but mostly just being as a family. That's, that's you know, my, my biggest, uh, Sort of achievement is being a father, yeah, and I love being a dad. That's so cool. So, you've got Do you f- are kids, you nah, no uh, kids yet. No nah.
1: misses, nah, not at the moment. I thought you had one, no, nah. uh, you had before, had yeah, kind of yeah. just been focusing on me. Nice, at the moment, but, yeah, um, yeah. So, what's the journey of being a dad been like? It's the best, man, awesome.
0: I love, listen, I got four girls, and it's all girls, the, you know, four girls, wow, oh, it's the best. I just did uh, this morning, woke up at like 5.30 went for a run, yep. I don't do it in camp, but I do it now, because yeah, yeah. And then I went and dropped my, my daughter off to school. Cute. And what school is she at? She's at a school in Mangri. Oh, nice. So we live in Manukau. It's yep. still South Auckland. Yep. Went and dropped her, I'll her a big hug, give her a kiss, and said, yeah. all right, have a great day, Cute. and I'll pick you up after school. How old are the kids? Uh, eight months, three years old, four years old, and five, I just turned six. Wow, so you were in the trenches. Listen, this is... Boxing is easy. Easy, yeah. <laughs> compared to being a father <laughs> yeah. and, and being a parent, and everything that comes with it, boxing is easy. Yeah. My wife is a beast. Like, if I if we had to trade jobs, I don't think I could do what, what she, she does. does. Yeah.
1: Obviously, she can't do what I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't do what she does. Yeah. Yeah. No. I just have so much respect for mums. Like. Why? Oh, yeah. They just kind of I don't know. They just they listen, they do everything, everything,
0: and they're always there for you. And if you're hurt, they look after you,
1: yeah. change your clothes. What's funny, take your when, food, yeah. Like, even when you're older and like something goes wrong, I just like, oh, I want to call my mum. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't like, still, still now, I'm still scared. Like, if I swear, yeah, you know, my mom would be like, I'm just scared that I'm, you know, that she will see you and they'll go, What, why did you, yeah, you know, and then come here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, they'd be pretty brave smacking you though. I'd be pretty scared, She can't it? catch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So um are you, you're are you religious? Religious, yeah. Are you Mormon? Mormon. Mormon. And what's that community like in New Zealand?
0: Oh good. good. Big big community. Big community. Yes, I'm not the the best example and I'm not perfect or anything, but I think it's great to have a good balance. Yeah. Um, so physically you train spiritually, you go to church. Yeah. Um what's your mentally? Uh, and, I, and I speak to, in, in camp I do speak to a psychologist and I, yeah. I find it's very important
1: yeah do they help the sports psychology
0: I feel it helps what kind of stuff do you talk about everything is like like everyone sees this big event and camp and all these people involved but the he simplifies everything it makes it it's like taking things away so you're not thinking about too many things
1: what's his best advice
0: <clears throat> what's his uh, best advice is uh, red blue decide and do that's good. Cool. He's got a chart that I sort of look at and, and um it's a reminder but listen, that's that, that's what I can give you, but yeah. I have to see the chart to explain yeah, the, yeah, what yeah. it means.
1: Yeah, it is crazy with psychology, eh? just like the smallest ways of looking at things can just change. It's like, yeah. It's
0: about everything is simple. Yeah. But we like to complicate, complicate everything. Complicate everything. Yeah. And then we yeah. get
1: worried about this and
0: stressed about this. But really it's so simple.
1: Do you do you ever worry, say you know, like the week before the fight. Are you, at that point, so confident? Because obviously, you know, you're on stage and you're doing the weigh-in and everyone, you know, there's that big march element to boxing. But is there ever, like, are you internally ever kind of thinking, oh, God, like, that guy's pretty big? Like, do you ever have that self-doubt or nah? Are you just so, so, so confident? Never self-doubt,
0: but you know that when uh, you've had a great camp and then things happen, even though... Not, not, you're not 100% but you never doubt yourself mm-hmm. like uh, the last fight it, it wasn't 100% the camp mm-hmm. but I was mentally in it mentally I want to yeah. smash this guy or yeah, I want to yeah. win I want to beat him yeah. the Joyce fight even though I was a bit ill or whatever I was still mentally I'm like no, smash this guy yeah. didn't have to run run out right I was tired <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but every fight you go into <clears throat> if you've done the work if you've trained hard if you ate well if you rested good there's no reason why you should doubt yourself or question whether
1: you're ready or not do you see and hear the crowd? Oh, obviously you hear the crowd, but do you are you even aware of them when you're fighting? Yeah. I oh, see so you are.
0: I'm aware of the crowd. I'm aware of of specific voices that you can hear.
1: Yeah, do you like learn how to hear your kind of coach? Yeah.
0: Coach? My brother? Yeah. Oh, F and ref, what's happening <laughs> uh, could hear you know, Andy Lee, um, I did hear Kevin Barry, yeah. Taylor Barry when we were you know, working together. Tyson, when he's there, there's this is and my mom and dad. Yeah, they, well, my dad doesn't really, but my mom, my mom, my mom gets into a bit vocal, you know. Yeah, come on, son, <laughs> Bunch his face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Um, tell me about your relationship with Tyson. <clears throat> so you guys seem like you're pretty close now. On yeah, when
0: I was uh, training in Vegas and I was looking to to part ways with Kevin, I was looking for a new coach. Yeah, and I text Tyson and he mentioned to me that Andy Lee would be a, a good coach.
1: Because wasn't Tyson being trained by Kevin as well, or? Did you more bring that?
0: Uh, no, no, So Tyson came to the gym in yeah. Vegas and did a bit of training, but he, he was training with Ben Davison at the time. Yeah. And so when I made the move to change trainers, I flew to Ireland, mm-hmm. met Lee for the first time, yep. trained with him. Then we both flew to England and did our sparring at Tyson's gym. Oh, cool. And Tyson's been very uh, generous yeah. and very helpful in my career, and he's given me his gym to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's given me his house to live in. Wow. Uh, in Morecambe Bay. His second trainer, he's given me him to, to work with wow. nutritionist, massage therapist, a strength and conditioning trainer given the whole team. It's
1: crazy yeah. just how big these like teams are. You oh, know, obviously yeah. they see you and Tyson and stuff, but it's crazy. Yeah. There's like an there's army a button. big
0: there's a big army behind the scenes yeah. that do a lot of work. Yeah, no, that's insane. The same was when I was with Kevin. There was Kevin, there was Taylor, there was my brother John, there was a strength coach, there was mm-hmm. a nutritionist. Tanya did all the food. Yeah,
1: well, there were like fifty people. When there's I was
0: a there's a lot of people involved, yeah. but everyone's only sees what's in the ring. In the ring, yeah, you know, just the one person who's putting it all on the line.
1: It's kind of like politics, though. Like everyone used to see like Dad yeah. say. But there was just like an army behind him. Behind him, right? Kind of and have discussions
0: and talk about this and that. But yeah, he
1: delivers it and everyone only sees him. Mm. Yeah, no, that, that, that's crazy. So what? what's Tyson like as a dude? He seems pretty cool.
0: Listen, to me, he's like a brother. Yeah. So, you know, everyone always asks me, who's going to win this fight against Tyson and this guy? Or Tyson and this guy? And I'm like, you know, since training with him, I feel like he is a very, very, he's a great fighter. Mm. <clears throat> I can fight 12 rounds easily. Right, I'm, My fitness can go 12 rounds. Yep. His fitness can go 20 rounds. Wow. There's a difference. Do you think that's just natural? Like, uh, well, I spoke to him and he said to me that his lungs uh, are sort of, uh, to the normal person, his lungs are a lot bigger. Bigger, yeah. So obviously more oxygen and, and you know, easier, to faster to recover.
1: Because it's crazy with him. He like he doesn't obviously look that fit.
0: He doesn't look fit nah. and, he, and he's, uh, he's quite chubby and he's got the love handles and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. If you put 50 fighters into a gym, any weight class, he'll out-train everyone.
1: That's so crazy. That yeah. is the
0: craziest thing that I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, because often with boxers, like, you see, well, even UFC, you see these guys come in and, like, you know, like the Paulo Costas of the world, and they, yeah. they're, like, Greek models. And often, yeah, yeah. you know, like, those guys, you know, obviously you get the odd guy, but a lot of them aren't, you know? You yeah, so,
0: so one thing is body types. It doesn't matter what bod- body type you have, but if you can fight and if you can be fit mm. like he is – yeah, you know, like De- like if you looked at Deontay Wilder, yeah, and looked at at, at Tyson Fury, you would think Deontay was smashing, smashing. body wise, you know, and, and yeah, being yeah. that, but then it was a you know Tyson was able to beat him.
1: Yeah, no, that's crazy. And um,
0: when you were competing, did you have abs?
1: No. But oh, were you in shape? I yeah, I was like the fittest. I, so the first round I ever did of sparring, I like lasted three minutes and I threw up. <laughs> like it was so funny first it? one ever first one yeah I was so but how on. many rounds is it three rounds three minutes uh, you do six oh, in tournaments you do five minute rounds and then in like training you do six but by the end of the camp I could do 10 or 11 rounds no breaks six, six minutes yeah each yeah obviously not every round yeah. you're like going nuts yeah and, no, you but know, still to,
0: to be able to um, Go the whole way, yeah. Have the fitness at do it's quite incredible. Well, that was kind
1: of our sensei was like, you'll know by the end of the camp if you can do. Because it was the same thing. You just line up, and then you do, but just come in and and spar. And you just had to keep going. Do you
0: bow to sensei.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's I kind of love all that. It's Is that like all of that on the ground and kind no? of? Nah, you just when you, when you go on the mat, you bow and you always shake like the highest person's hand first. Yeah. So usually it's like the sensei or if there's another black belt. But um I don't know. It's kind of like a cool mixture of like. You have all that respect and culture, but everyone's pretty broy, and you know, like.
0: Would you to what you're doing now? Are you still doing it now? Yep. What's yeah, your goal for that?
1: Um I mean, it's tough. So last year, the property market we kind of saw it kind of going to shit a bit. Yeah. So we kind of delayed a lot of our projects, and I kind of had four or five months where I could do a camp. Yeah. Um Now we've kind of officially done this big merge with Stone Key and. You know, are you off Stonewood now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah, they sponsored the, yeah, yeah, the junior the fight, fund. Yeah. 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 So me and the Charles, John, there. John, yeah, he's and my Michael. business partner. Yeah. Yeah. Good guys. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. So that's ah. Yeah. Now that that legends. So yeah. So we're running Stone Key now. And so me and another guy, Stephen, are running that. And so I've got like sixteen staff now. So
0: and what's the what is it? you are building like there's a big projects building apartments, houses.
1: Yeah. So just, we do a range of stuff. So the goal long term is to become a fund. So, like, a property fund. Yeah. And so you can put money in and invest in, like, a wide range of property facilities. Yeah. But at the moment, we're building, like, state housing for Kaingora. Yeah. Doing Kiwi Build. Um, doing, like, 80 houses for them at the moment. 80? 80, yeah. Wow. And then we um we kind of do probably, like, second home buyer homes. Yeah. So they're kind of in that, like...
0: Do-up ones? Uh,
1: nah, or? like, new townhouses. Yeah. Um, they're anywhere from, like, 900 to 1.3. We do, like, standalone houses. and, But, yeah, so long-term... It's going to be anything from hotels to, like yeah. It's wow. massive. Yeah, no, it's it's really really. How exciting. old are you again? Twenty seven. Holy moly! Yeah, how old are you? Thirty one. Yeah, I didn't realize that we're like close. I always thought you were like quite a bit older than me.
0: Like way older, eh? Yeah, I, I was thought... older. Must <laughs> be my goatee. The goatee, yeah.
1: <laughs> Goatee's looking good though.
0: Listen, do the kids? Right, they're starting to get white hairs. Yeah, here, here. Right, I, f- I feel like I'm getting a bit old.
1: Not too bad. I got. I, I reckon I can rock white hair. White hair would look sick. Yeah. Silver like, fox. No experience. Yeah. Maturity. Maturity. Wisdom. Uh, wisdom. All of that. Yeah. Do you um? Do you guys have a nickname? Like, do your kids have a nickname? For me. For you. Uh.
0: They don't have a nickname. No. Huh? Daddy. Handsome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to get them on the podcast and yeah, check that. It's like, hey, handsome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. And so how long have you been with your partner for?
0: This, I met my wife in school. Wow. When uh, I've known her since I was 13 years old. Wow. Started dating at 15, 16. Yeah. What school were you at? Uh, Masterlin College. Oh, nice. So we've been together ever since. Ever since. So she's been there when I was just starting off. Yeah. When I had no money, broke. Yeah. Working at McDonald's, working at... Did the you Yale. work at McDonald's? Yeah. I, did. I used to as well. Did you? Yeah. What were you doing? I was drive through well, Just doing, taking all the orders. Yeah, no, I was making the patties. Oh, were you making the patties? I was like in,
1: in the in the deep. You were in the deep end. Yeah. I was too short, so I couldn't see over the grill. Listen, I was <laughs> making the patties,
0: sweating, wiping it like this so it doesn't get on the patties. Putting it in it all, the burger. Making the burgers. Secret seat. I made, Secret all, I made burgers too. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Very good.
1: Did you ever... Burger maker. Did you ever take a few?
0: You know, in lunch break, because they give you half... Price on on what you can eat. I was eating a lot of McDonald's. At the the half price was so good. It was good. Yeah. You know, Sunday. I don't know. Uh, what would I eat? Big, Big Mac Mac. combo
1: was eight bucks when I worked there. What is it now? Like like fifteen. Or something. Oh man, expensive. Yeah, it was
0: terrible. Everything is going up in the world. I know. Price inflation. Wise.
1: Inflation, eh? Yeah. Do you know there was this homeless lady that always used to come into McDonald's? Well, not always used to come into McDonald's. I always used to see her, kind of around where where yeah. I live, and she used to come in like every couple of weeks and get a soft serve. And I gave her like an extra like cheeseburger and chips. And <laughs> oh, nice. And my boss saw me and I nearly got fired. Did you got fired And the that? chick didn't even say thank you. Or um, anything. She just like snapped. How many times have you done that? Only once. Once. And in good hindsight, line, you,
0: bro. yeah. Listen, it's a uh, kind, nice gesture. Mm. Right? You obviously got fired for it and she never nearly said Nearly fired, thanks, nearly fired. Nearly fired, and yeah. she never said thank you. But as long as you do something on your part. I felt better, yeah. Yeah, you, you feel better about yourself. Yeah. And, she didn't say thank you so bless her yeah <laughs> you know?
1: yeah no it was it, it was um now mcdonald's i learned a lot working there
0: i learned a lot working there too
1: what one were you at
0: i was the one in the town Mangere. center manger town center oh right yeah, yeah. busy busy yeah and there's a, do you know when people do the drive through? yeah and they, they place the order you can hear what they're ordering what well, they're saying yeah so there were some voices that i thought i know this guy yeah i know that guy i know that i know yeah. Her, yeah. i know him. What are they doing here? Mum, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I before boxing I worked at McDonalds, uh Team Sports. What's uh that? pack uh, packing uh, <clears throat> uh gym equipment and, oh, and right. deliveries and all that. Fletcher building at the time now called Blue Scope. Oh yeah. The one in uh, uh Yeah. I used to work there cleaning oh. toilets, cleaning under the mill. I, know, I used to work with my dad building stands. It was did a lot of jobs. Yeah, shit. Sure. But boxing always took my uh, attention, yeah, full attention. And would you just
1: think about it all day?
0: Yeah, I'll, like I'll be at work at Fletcher at the time, or Pacific Steel, and I'll be working, and then in my lunch break, my dad would have a punching bag in the locker rooms, and I'll be punching mm-hmm. a bag in my lunch break, Does and it? then back to work after that. So boxing was always, always
1: around. Have you seen um, Captain America?
0: No. I'm bad with movies. Uh, I there, should be better.
1: I'm not great either, but th- there's a scene where he's just like <coughs> punching the heavy bag, and he just keeps, like, smacking them off the chain. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Or is that just completely unrealistic?
0: No, it's realistic. Realistic. I have. You have? Yeah. Do you know how hard... Even har- if I haven't,
1: I have. You have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how hard do you punch, do you know, like, in kilowatts? Um. Have you ever, like, measured that?
0: Listen, it's, uh, with speed brings power. Mm. But there's a, like, say, example, we'll go back to the fight, fight game, right? There's a lot of fights where you've trained hard. And then uh, in front of the cameras, everything is perfect. Yeah, You've had a great camp, you're feeling strong, you're feeling fit, but yet sometimes you're sick or you're injured or you're sore. Or, you know, there's no real, I, you can't really tell how hard you punch unless you're full, fully 100%. Yeah, yeah that's you know? true. So true. there's a lot of fights where, even though you feel powerful and you, and you and you feel like you've got to smash it, but your body's not sort of with your, your mind.
1: Does the punch that knocks the guy out, does that like, Feel slightly de- like do you kind of do you kind of know? Yeah. Because or are there sometimes where you do one and you're like, God, how'd that not get him?
0: Yeah. Or like there's sometimes you do one and you're like,
1: Damn, I knocked him out. Hell. Uh, right.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you don't. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like oh, that's a good one. He's going to get knocked out, and you see him not get knocked out. And then sometimes you surprise yourself, like,
1: How? Is it kind of? Does it kind of say like they drop their like guard, and you know you sneak over a little left jab or something? Do you kind of? Does that moment go in slow motion? Are you kind of like, oh, I got him?
0: Listen, it's uh, that slow motion part. It's like, you know, the great fighters can see little things that the opponent does and they can just react to it. And the slow mo, like you're saying in slow motion, like you see it, this bomb, uh, it's all calculated in your head.
1: I do this, do that, boom, he's on the ground, that's all right. Do you ever do stuff like, say you come into the first three rounds and they're like, okay, we're just going to throw left jab, left jab, left jab, the whole three rounds to try make him then you know bring a guard up or something so that then in the fourth round you sneak in like a yeah so you, you might just bait him you for... might just
0: bait him you might go jab up jab down jab up jab down jab up jab down and you go, go faint up you pretend to go up and you go down and you go over the top oh, and then so the top. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of ways like listen if you talk to David Tour Shane Cameron Marcelino Masoy, all the fighters you know, David Naika mm-hmm. you know he's doing really well isn't he? <clears throat> he's doing very well yeah. but if you talk to all these fighters You know, you have a game plan, but it's uh, setting it up. Yeah. You sort of set up your combinations, the punches.
1: Why does, again, naive question for me, but why does amateur boxing look so different to professional boxing?
0: Because amateur boxing, you only get given three rounds, three minutes to do all your work. So it's just like they're going in, they're going at whatever pace they're going at. They're they're trying to throw as many punches as you can. Mm -hmm. They're trying to, you know, throw hard punches. And uh, even after three rounds, three minutes, they get tired. Yeah. Whereas the professional game, it's six rounds, eight rounds, ten rounds. You can sort of slow down your work and yeah, pick your shots better.
1: Pick your shots. Do you kind of, because I always find it so confusing. Sometimes you'll watch a fight, and it, like, honestly, I'm like, I have no idea who won. And sometimes it even looks like the guy that won didn't win. But then it's like some unanimous thing. Yeah. Is it kind of rigged, or do you kind of, the like. L-
0: listen, even up till now, there's a lot of fights that are rigged. You know, back in the day, they used to do bribes and pay this and pay that.
1: Yeah, because so, okay, say Jake Paul. Do you think that's rigged? No. You think that he's legit? I
0: think he, listen, I think he's not a bad fighter, and he's yeah. fighting next week. Yeah, he is too. Yeah, Saudi Arabia. I might be going. Hey, <laughs> I might be yeah. Sick. He's fighting uh, Tommy Fury. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, is that next week? That's next Sunday in uh, Re- Rehab, is wow. it what it's
1: Riyadh. yeah. Who do you think is going to win that?
0: Listen, I back Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. But Jake is not a bad fighter.
1: Because Tommy looks like a beast. Like, Tommy, a big Tommy
0: hits hard, very hard. Yeah. For a guy who's the weight that he is, he hits very hard. Do you think, how much are they? Like weight weights? Uh, what are they? Like just under heavyweight. Is it cruiserweight or just under
1: I Think so. Yeah. Like Light heavyweight or cruiserweight? Do you think, do you feel the pressure on him? You know, like-
0: I feel pressure. Jake Paul has a lot of pressure because he's been calling everyone out. Calling yeah. everyone out. But now this is the first time he's fighting a real fighter. Yep. And I think there's more pressure on Tommy because he's an actual fighter. Yeah. An actual boxer.
1: Yeah, because if Jake loses, he can just be like, I'm a YouTuber.
0: Yeah, something like that. And then, Whereas, But if Tommy loses... He's a fury. You no, know, he's a fury. He's yeah. Tyson's brother. He's been boxing for a while. He's had, I don't know how many fights. He's had maybe eight or nine fights under his belt. Yeah. And I think it's a lot more pressure on him. And he's a young boy. He's only like 23
1: years old. Yeah. He just had a kid, didn't he? He had a kid, yeah. Yeah. New new father. why do he do Love Island and stuff? That seems like a weird pivot. I've no idea why he did that. Have you ever asked him or no? Nah?
0: Uh I think he did it obviously it helped with his profile. Yeah. And he met his his missus. Yeah. And now they have a baby together. But I think it's one of the things to build build profile.
1: Build profile, yeah. I,
0: I think so anyways. Because
1: him and Tyson they're not brothers, they're half they are brothers? Half brothers. Half yeah. brothers, yeah. Are they what's their relationship like?
0: Close. Close. If you see all the fights, um obviously I've only come in the picture recently, say the last few years, but yeah. they're very close. Yeah. Train together uh, a lot of the times. Like Tyson lives up in Morecambe, and, and Tommy and the dad lives in Manchester, and the other brothers. Yeah, Tyson has other brothers that live all <coughs> down there, and uh, they're all very close. Yeah, close family.
1: Yeah, no, that's cool. And what um, I always see your next gen doing like stuff in the pool, and is that just like recovery stuff? or
0: listen, when I'm back in this know I love training with Sean Hughes. Sean, yeah, and I love doing TRX. I he find trains that, all the big dogs. Yeah, but I find that's. It's simple because it's like the bands, right? You yeah. just tie it up and you just and you sort of you know you do all these exercises, but it's one of the hardest. It's,
1: tiring, eh?
0: it's very tiring, and yeah. if Sean trains you, he will. He won't wreck you, but he will wreck you. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to, but, but just will. doing the training will wreck you.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, I did a little bit of that stuff during lockdown. Yeah. Because I obviously all the gyms were, were shut.
0: We should do a session together, but it's it's great, and yeah, then he takes me be- into the pool recovery. And
1: I think um, back in the day, after a fight,
0: I would just let loose and not train and have fun and do just whatever, eat go. whatever, you know. Yeah. But I find that you know, and a lot of other athletes will will, will sort of agree and fighters that if you stay in shape, you don't have to get in shape. Yeah. You know, and it's easier to be to staying in shape and to maintain. Yeah, yeah. Rather than trying to get into get shape again.
1: Yeah. What um, say like tomorrow is your last day. What would your favorite meal be? Like if you eat anything, fish, anything, fish,
0: raw fish. Ooh, Straight no. out of the water Yeah What kind of fish? lot. Bite it Skin <laughs> it And eat it
1: Yeah What you bite it while it's still Alive Actually? Yeah Sure Do You don't worry it. about getting all the like scales in? No
0: And then you skin it And then you dip it in the water No
1: huh? What's your favourite fish?
0: In New Zealand I like uh, Snapper Yeah I Snapper's like so mullet Kawai yeah. Trevally
1: Are you a fisherman yourself? Yeah You like fishing? I love fishing yeah. Fishing's
0: like my passion Yeah I got, a uh, me and my dad and myself, we have a boat. Yep. We take it out now and then and do a lot of fishing and Mate. diving for kinners.
1: Oh, you dive, ever
0: You know, free dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and, and uh, when I was in Samoa recently, I was, you know, on the, on the water as well, eating fish. I love fish. Yeah. So if I was to die, I
1: would have seafood. Have seafood, yeah. You? Yeah, I don't know. I love teriyaki chicken, but that <laughs> that's a terrible answer. <laughs> Imagine that, no, like man. last meal and get a bloody teriyaki chook um <laughs> sweet well i know that we're conscious for time today so i just want to say thank you so much for coming in honestly it's been such a pleasure to have you here and um good luck in your journey i hope you get back to number one thank Ho- you i hope you get that title back and i know that myself and all of us kiwis love you and you know always go all the time for you so good luck with everything and thank you so much
0: thanks thanks for,
1: thanks for having me and uh um Please sell me a house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me your mate's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sweet. Now, Joe, you've officially been keyed up. Cheers. Been keyed up.